Is there anything more badass than your disco ball running out of batteries? Does that make you <laughs> the coolest person? Josie, I've told you that on tonight's podcast, you're not allowed to make me laugh because I may have fractured a rib in a biking injury. So oh, yeah. It's, uh, there's a, uh, no, no being funny. Moratorium on being funny until later. I will try to not make you laugh. It's nearly impossible. <laughs> I don't know. I am. All right. So, hey, this is the show. It's called Week Didn't Start. Hi, Sam. Hi, Jersey. You could get your news a lot of different ways these days. There's a lot of news. There's approximately 136 news stories every week. You could keep cable news on in the background. You could listen to NPR. You could scroll through Twitter. You could watch the evening news that's still on on the networks at 530 every day. Or, or you could listen to two people that you have never heard of. Take a song from 1989 and condense the week's news, recap it, discuss it, and then do a parody version of a great song called We Didn't Start the Fire, written by, I'm going to say his name, William Joel, a.k.a. The Entertainer, The Angry Young Man, The Stranger, The Piano Man, Billy Joel, and uh, and that's what we're doing on the show. So we've been doing it every week since the beginning of 2020, and this is week number 16, ending today. (gasps) 16. Wow. We're almost in the... Well, we are in the double digits, but we're almost in the roaring 20s. We're getting close. We're getting close to the roaring 20s. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I think we're getting really good at this. That's good to hear. I feel I feel that we are getting good at this. It's now become a comfort to see us both log into the dock hours before we're supposed to do the podcast and uh, write, <laughs> write our lyrics. Yeah, yeah. We had more news. Well, let's. so we talk every week about what it was like for us. So what was this week like for you, putting this uh, this document together and writing the lyrics? Um, I think that... The week's news, I mean, it felt less varied than last week. Last week was a real sweet spot in terms of the variety of news. This week, it seems to be sinking back into a lot of pandemic-themed news, in part because a lot of momentous things are happening in relation to the pandemic. There's a lot of states reopening, um, some scientific studies that are concluding once and for all whether you can catch the virus twice, et cetera, et cetera. So I kind of think everything's just hewing towards uh, that, into that, into that uh, pocket. But right. um um, I feel like, yeah, I, it, it's, it's just kind of become, um, I don't want to use the word, uh, monotonous cause that's not what I mean, but there's a, there's been a predictable pattern of news this week. Um, yeah. So yeah. It felt to me like the new, the news obviously hasn't normalized. And I think that's the whole point of why we wanted to do this. And even before Corona, right there, Right. The news has never normalized, but the cycle sort of normalizes. Mm-hmm. We said last week that we would talk about the the uh, meter and scansion of the song. Did you do any digging mm. into this? I didn't. I forgot. It's do you, okay. Do I you want to li- talk about it? I have a little bit for you. Okay. So okay. So the song is in, in terms of meter and scansion, the song is in a trochaic octameter, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So like Shakespeare's iambic, mm-hmm. we didn't start the fires, trochaic. So rather than stressed- all right, unstressed stress, which is Hamlet, like shall uh, or or a sonnet. Hamlet's the worst example because to be or not to be doesn't follow the the stress. But um, shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Right, iambic pentameter. Yeah. Yeah. That's an I am is ba but we didn't start the fire is trochaic. It's in trochies, which is ba So it's stressed, unstressed. But Harry Truman, uh, yeah. And it's and it's octameter because there's eight of them. He doesn't right, always but, use every syllable, but that's the base oh, form. Oh, right. 
to the Baker television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. So that's when we got okay. into the thing where I was like counting. I was counting syllables a couple of weeks ago, and it's like that's useless. Yeah. What's the skeleton of this thing? And then when does he hit the yeah. syllables, and when does he not, and when does yeah. he deviate from it? Um, yeah. So oct- trochaic octameter is also very uh, unpopular. Like there are not very a lot of great works of literature besides obviously this song and one other that use trochaic octameter. Oh my god. Uh, I, I'm just inventing a, a, a lyric. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, recite it in my yeah. head, but I'm just gonna do okay. bop bop. But I'm gonna think yeah. of the lyrics. I mean, of okay. the of the. They're not lyrics when it's a poem. It's a it's an epic poem or it's a long po- uh, poem. What? <sighs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna not say the words and see if you can guess it from. <laughs> from okay. This. Go ahead. I'm mind meld. I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. The iconic quote from this poem. Bum 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 bum. What an insane thing I'm making you do. <laughs> so sorry. I really thought I had it for a second and I, 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 I'm not going to get it, but I want you to tell me and I will, I'll like. You'll do that thing where you're like, how could I, how did I not guess that? Y- yeah. Unless it's, unless I truthfully was not going to get it. Tell it's me. the Raven. Okay. I, honestly, honestly, that, that was my guess. And I, you know, I don't say that lightly and it sounds like I'm lying. I can't help sound like I'm lying, but I truly thought it was potentially the Raven. I was also trying to think whether it was Robert Frost, but less less well known. Right? Um, can I off- offer that it's very Please. interesting that it's very interesting that um, um, mm, that this is in trochaic octameter, particularly because that means that every that the perfect use of all the syllables has a feminine ending, which is often, you know, you could say a lot about feminine endings, the weakened ending, right? And the idea that like, yeah, I guess that's that's my thought. A lot of them have, a lot of the lines have masculine endings. Um, so I guess that's where my claim falls to the ground. But it is interesting that the perfect, uh, the perfect trochaic octameter has feminine endings. Is... I'm I'm ignorant here because I I only know my meter and scansion through, um, like Shakespeare's study in drama school, right? Mm-hmm. And I like it. I'm inter- I'm interested in it, but I never studied Latin. I don't know the kind of the base forms and all of those things, right? Because mm-hmm. there's like this whole world of meter and scansion that I don't get. But is a feminine ending, which is a weird term, is a feminine yes. ending a mean ending in an unstressed syllable, or does it mean yes. ending off? Ending off of the structure or ending outside of the meter? No, no. It just means ending on an unstressed Definitely unstressed. Level. Okay. So even if it's on- Television. Television, right. Which is, that's the that's the one that uses every syllable. I think Joe McCarthy, yeah. Richard Nixon, Suda Baker Television yeah. uses all- Once upon a midnight dreary while I pondered weak and weary. It's the- It's very rare that he uses all of the syllables in the line. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's a cool thing. We can keep digging into it. Yeah. Can I give you a pitch for a part of the song or aspect of the song to look into for next week? Sure. Can we talk about the music video? I would love to. I mean, I've watched it a bunch of times. Same. Yeah. There's just, I mean, we can save that for next week. This is a teaser for our next show. Cool. I also want to call out a thing that I, we talked about what it was like writing the song this week, new, new illuminations in relation to Billy Joel or whatever. Um, I was reading about my old news story, which I will talk about, and came upon uh, Brown v. Board of Education. And I was thinking about how important that was. And how am, am I am I mistaken? 
Does he cite Brown v. Board of Education in the song? Yes. <gasps> what? Little Rock is Brown v. Board of Education. It's the Little Rock Nine. And that's specifically the case that led to... Brown v. Board of Education desegregated schools. And the Little Rock, the Little Rock Nine. Nine were the first nine students right. to go to school. Oh, okay. So... Well, mm. let's do our old our old song things, right? Okay, because okay, I've, sure, sure, I've been sure, on this sure. run. So every week we do a highlight from something from the original song and then something from the week's news. So I've been on this run of the people that are in the song that are still alive because it started with Chubby Checker. And I didn't know Chubby uh, Checker was still yeah, alive. Yeah, yeah. I did Dylan last week. So the, some of the Little Rock Nine are still living. Um, mm. And this is not my highlight for this week, but um, that's it was. It's on the docket. I'm planning it for next week, but mm-hmm. uh, this week I'm doing the Queen. Uh, who's also alive? Yeah, Queen Elizabeth, right? Um, mm. She was coronated in uh, uh, 1953 on June 2nd. Wow! And there's so much about the Queen currently in the news, right? The Queen did made that address that made it into the song. That very creepy image of Piccadilly Circus with the gi- empty with the giant picture of the yeah. Queen saying something like "We're all going to get through this together." Um, yeah. The Queen's in the news with relation to Harry. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and her dealing with their leaving the thing and how they felt that she never and the royal family never accepted them. And then also like all the Prince Andrew stuff with his implication and all of the abuse and child abuse and all that and how he's been a little bit protected by the royal family. So the queen has been in the news a lot. I mean, she's the queen of England for 60 plus years at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I don't need to like tell everybody who the queen is, but the thing about the queen, the reason I chose it instead of the Little Rock Nine Mm -hmm. for this week is because it took me in this great dive into the Google News Archive, which I've talked about in previous Mm -hmm. versions of the show because you can no longer Mm -hmm. search by date in the Google News Archive, which really sucks. Mm. But um, the Google News Archive is like basically microfiche or microfilm of old newspapers scanned from across the world. Oh, right. You mentioned, And the text analysis can like pick up what the text is. So you can search for different news stories throughout history. And it's just such a fun quarantine activity. I've done it with family members. And I discovered my grandfather was the uh, source of a a pre-internet meme. No. Yeah. He he had a pet. My my mom's dad had a a pet skunk when (gasps) my mom and her siblings were growing up. And he, I don't know how it happened, but he submitted to the local Milwaukee paper, the Sentinel probably, of this skunk eating out of the dog's bowl and the ap picked it up and the the um caption was about because the the skunk was male and the dog was female or something so the caption was no women's lib in this household or something like that so a bunch of newspapers picked it up because of the caption but it's it made it across like every um local newspaper put that in their sunday paper you know isn't that well that's so fun but anyway, I found yeah. that through the Google News archive. So if you want to do a fun deep dive of things that you, yeah, personal things or, it. yes, I mean, if you Google the Google News archive because it's sort of yeah. being hidden within the Google ecosystem, okay, you can find it. But then you just need to search within the Google News archive, and you can find all. I'm kinds I'm going to need to be reminded to do this later. It's so fun. Okay. So the Queen, yeah, England's got a new Queen. That's my that's my highlight from the song. What's your highlight from the song this week? My highlight from the song this week is Ole Miss, which is how I came upon this Brown v. Board story. Because so the story of Ole Miss. Let me get into this. I, my goodness, no pun intended. I would be remiss to forget the full name of the first 
black student to be admitted to University of Mississippi. I think it was James Meredith. Is Am I wrong? I don't know. I simply must remind myself because otherwise I will. Yes, it was James Meredith. Great. Um, so... In 1962, James Meredith was, he had been enrolled, he had been admitted to the University of Mississippi based on his application, but his application was withdrawn when the registrar found out of uh, his race. The case was taken all the way up to federal courts who ruled that he needed to be admitted. There was, and because this is Mississippi, there were so many segregationists there, Um, but Kennedy ruled that uh, this man be be admitted and sent troops to monitor his admittance. So James Meredith moves into the dorms on like September 30th, 1962. Overnight, this crowd of like thousands of people, and mind you, there were three, I believe there were 3,000 troops brought there to like keep the peace because they knew that there were going to be riots or protests from segregationists. Right. Now, when he... I have to backtrack for a second. One of the central players in this Ole Miss controversy was the governor of the state who had tried to personally stop James Meredith from enrolling and was later held in contempt of court. But then that was overturned in a Fifth Circuit like Court of Appeals. But in um, a statement, and this gets me back to the Little Rock thing, in a statement that Ross Barnett made on television, he said... The last time in such a situation, I was on the wrong side. That was in Little Rock, Arkansas in 1957. This time, out of uniform, I am on the right side. I will be there. So as a civilian, he was standing on the opposite side of what he had had to defend during uh, during the Little Rock Nine situation. So long story short of the old news story, uh, Meredith is admitted. Two people are killed in the riots. One, a French journalist for AFP and another one, just a guy who like fixes joke- jukeboxes was checking out campus. But um, he did graduate. James Meredith did successfully graduate and ended up leading a civil rights march later. Um, so the thing I wanted to call out was not only that I read that Little Rock reference and then started thinking about Brown v. Board of Education in potentially the inclusion, but that I think we've, you and I have talked a lot about what it means to include or omit news stories that feel redundant, yes. that are kind of indicative of the same movement. And it was heartening to see two references to similar issues of kind of intertwined issues cited in the song. Well, I mean, yeah, the the more that I listen to the song and the more that we do these things. Okay, first of all, I di- I should have gone with Little Rock this week because we had this amazing synchronicity last week with our old highlights yeah. where you had Pastor oh, yeah. Nack, who's a Nobel Literature Laureate, and I had Bob Dylan, who's a Nobel Literature Laureate. And I, yeah. it, I was this close to going with Little Rock, but live and learn. But it, next week when we go through the video- mm-hmm. I think we can revisit this because okay. there are things related to events in the song. Beach, the the stranger in the music video does a little bit of house cleaning of including some stuff in the song that isn't in the lyrics, but he drops it in okay. in the video in images Ooh, to kind of okay. cover his bases a little bit. Yeah, I think I might know what you mean, but go yeah, on. but there okay. are I mean there are threads throughout the song too, right? That um like there's a bunch of stuff about Vietnam. Mm-hmm. We have Ho Chi Minh, we have um, you know, uh Dien Ben Phu Falls. We have like That's true. Yeah. Multiple, true. you know, obviously like Kennedy comes up twice, Nixon comes up I mean they come up twice directly, but then they come up obliquely. Like Bay of Pigs is Kennedy, right? Like there's so many 
threads throughout. It would be really interesting. I know we keep uh, spinning out future ideas for mini-sodes on the pod, but it'd yeah, be yeah. interesting to explore all of the repetitions, quote-unquote, as in news stories or citations that hover around the same event and try to cobble together like a, a top 10 list of the most influential events on Billy Joel's life. Like a flowchart. You know, Kennedy I, I, presidency. Yeah. I got to say like baseball, just baseball as a topic, but also yeah, the Dodgers because you yeah. have Roy Campanella and you have Brooklyn's Got yeah, a Winning yeah, Team yeah. and California baseball are all about the Dodgers basically. But when yeah. we figured out that Joe DiMaggio, Marilyn Monroe, not only were rhymes, but yeah. it's like, oh, they're linked because they were a couple at the time. Yeah. It makes me feel better because I think we get a little bit hung up on like, oh, but coronavirus, coronavirus. But we are living through times we are we are living through the same thing yeah. that the angry the angry young man lived through. Yes, we are. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. So, I, I say every week this is going to be a 20-minute episode. And it's going to be 35. I know. It's, uh, I just like talking about this with you. So, what's your new news story? Oh, uh, well, I wanted to call out a very happy news story that, I mean, bittersweet, but female genital mutilation was finally outlawed in Sudan which has been such a long-running practice. And, I mean, there was a caveat saying that, like, banning it is not going to necessarily stop it from happening. But it was uh, the, the UN had an estimate that nearly 9 in 10 Sudanese women have been subjected to genital mutilation. I forget where I first heard about this story, but it's just, I mean, genital mutilation is one of the most awful, awful things. Um, so it's a, it's a long overdue victory. Oh, and it's like has something to do with maintaining their purity. It's just like so fucked. And so, yeah, uh, uh, late to happen, but hopefully this will kick off similar bans in other countries where it's a practice. Which is too many. This, I mean, at this moment, I feel the stupidest for having the disco ball in the fireplace and the sunglasses going and for doing this whole show when we're talking about that. Did it make it into the song, that, that new story? Yeah, in fact, um, I will say, I mean, do I, is it is it unkosher for me to say what my verse citing it is? No, why not? We're, we're making it up as we okay. go. Yeah, you're right. Um, I'm very proud of this. I actually thought about whether it was to NSFW. Also, it's a podcast. Who the fuck cares? But also, I said fuck. Um, but uh, my my verse was in Ole Miss, John Glenn Liston meets Patterson. The last uh, I use the uh, sound ips for for this for this rhyme, and I had Sudan outlaws sealing lips. Um, so because that's the practice of female genital mutilation. Um, so. That was that was my and also because sealing lips is like a form of censorship. I was very proud of having made that double entendre. That's fantastic, and uh, I mean, a good small victory. I mean, a large victory in the context of th- that practice. Uh, this is not my highlight, but it reminds me of another thing that happened this week. It was hard for me to pick, and one of the things mm. I considered was the fact that uh, Saudi Arabia has stopped the death penalty for minors and their practice of public flogging. Those have both been stopped, which feels like another small victory in like a very bad regime that's doing a bunch of terrible shit, but felt like a little, a little victory. Um, My highlight that I chose, it was so hard. I wanted to pick the AI meme generator, you know, but I I just couldn't do it because it's all over Twitter and I, yeah. yeah, I've made so many and it's really stupid, but they're just, there was so much news. This was our most stories that we sourced for the song ever. Do you know that? No, I don't know that. We had, I'm we glad had, you are keeping track of these things. The one that I chose was, because I have like a little uh, sort of personal connection to it, a li- I guess, but the um, the great white sharks in South Africa that migrate to, th- to the bay 
when the uh, Arctic ice melts enough so that the sharks can survive in the cold water. So it's like in the summer when the edges of Antarctic ice melt and cold water moves north to the Cape, um, the great white sharks come and they feed on sea lions. And it's this part of the ecosystem that's in very uh, delicate balance. And this year, the sharks, the great white sharks have just completely disappeared. There have been no sightings of great white sharks. And yeah. I I went about 10 years, exactly 10 years ago and did a cage dive and saw the great white sharks and was there when, you know, that was all, not when it was happening. It's been happening throughout this time. But um, it was very sad to see this unexplained phenomenon. We don't know yeah. if it's something about climate change. We don't know if it's something about poaching. We don't know if it's something about, um, I mean, it could be a butterfly effect in terms of orca whales that are one of the only known predators or killers of great white sharks mm. are taking them out. But um, there are no, we don't know why the great white sharks specifically in this, the waters in South Africa are disappearing, but they're, they haven't found a single one this year. And it's wow. bad, obviously, you know, ecologically they're not eating the things they need to eat and these other sharks are kind of coming in and filling the void so it's throwing a lot of things into whack because great white sharks are what they call an apex predator and it's like a game of thrones style situation people are kind of coming in people not people sharks and uh and also tourism and businesses that that rely on shark watching and yeah, all that stuff yeah. too and so that's happening, and I thought it was really interesting and was a small story that happened this Ooh. weekend that I wanted to share. I wonder if anything would come out about like the cove style, about what's happening to the sharks. I'd or does it seem like it's a natural disappearance? Mm. I, I, as you know, I love a scandal. So, Well, speaking of a scandal, this is my other option. Sorry, this is my, my other runner-up. The, the podcast is 40 minutes. Yeah, yes. the doctors, I'm not going to go as hard as I went last week with Bob Dylan and everything, but- the doctors in Russia falling out of windows. Oh my god! And I put it in the. I put there are three I now. I put it and I said doc docs fall like falling docs. But doctors that have spoken out against lack of government support and you know protection and resources. This week alone, during a week where the, oh Russia is the other entity that was in the news a lot. Because yeah, all of a sudden yeah. their numbers went way up and they're, oh, but God. doctors have started falling out of the window in Russia. That's so sus. I Highly wow. sus. Hmm. Again, hmm. we're just going to wait till it develops. Because there have been things, I got to say, like, there have been things that we've been f tracking. Like, can you get coronavirus twice? Yes, no, yes, yeah. no, over the weeks. Remdesivir, I think just last week or two weeks ago, I was like, remdesivir, that drug, that Ebola drug, it's bad. Yeah. We yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. it doesn't work. But, but now, then now they're saying it's now they're saying it does. I there are a couple things that were coming out in the news that was like I I just had a feeling I'm no I'm no doctor but things about reinfection and things about remdesivir I was like what is being published right now is the there is no conclusive evidence and early trials do not show you know and I was like let's just give it time and I feel heartened by the fact that time has been the ally of science as it always is and we're seeing positive uh things where we thought there was no hope so yes i'm feeling i'm feeling slightly more hopeful this week than i was last week me too me too uh on that note shall we get into the song note yeah let's do it all right if you're listening for the first time there are five verses in the song approximately 25 items in each verse 
Um, the way that we do it is we alternate verses. This week I did Monday and Wednesday, Sam did Tuesday and Thursday, and we collaborate on the weekend verse. Oh, so let's write the final two lines of the song. Now? Now, okay. and then we'll do it all together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, great. I love I love core as a rhyme because it will not always be true, right. but it is true today. It's of the moment, yeah. Shall we? All right, I did Monday, so I'll start. Let's just try to, yeah, go verse to verse. Okay. All right, here's Monday. Boris Johnson, Richard Hake, Ed in China, healthcare pay, no primary cavalry, we saw UFOs. Wuhan patients, consequences, Congress people, apprehensive, drinking cleaner, SoundCloud streamer, naked doctors, pose. The podcast. Mayor Poison, plot in Prague, canceled furries, online prom, turkey rights, thigh highs, and the throwing cat zoom guy, Saudi flogging, tulip trim, Cuomo calls the L a win, Iceland wailing, Sondheim birthday, Branson wants a goodbye. Trudeau's bailouts, nurses quit, Indiana postal hit, Nathan's famous Tommy brainless Middle East talks. Migrants freed, Tara Reid, Ashaninka AMC, Russian trust falls, anti-union flocks. Vilnius, aid goes green, monkeys got a good vaccine, Jerry Givens, Gatsby ban, fines for sneezing in Queensland. Hagen, Tripoli, Pence ignores a policy, contact trace, first pug case, second wave in Germany. Me, Dickens, start the podcast. <laughs> Irfan Khan, Pence no mask, Brooklyn funeral drivers ask, spit arrest, mass strike, no IP for AI, Spanish beach, cinnamon, party center, Kim Yo-jong, sanitizer, taste two nights, citrus full of pesticides. Uh-oh. Online Emmy, Shady Cam, Gold Mines, Dino Swam, UK Oops, Lotto, Han was flying solo, New Trials, GDP, Have a Robot Make a Meme, Shrugging Bolsonaro, Face Mask in the Costco. NATO Crash, Michael Flynn, Armed Unrest in Michigan, Drive-In, Georgians, Greta's Big Donation, Stimcheck Kleptomania, Elon Zigomania, Weathercat, Friendships, Sudan Outlaw, Ceiling Lips, Bank Crime, Hopeful Bucks, Bodies Found in Back of Truck, 30 Million Jobless Claims, What Else Do I Have to Say? And then last verse, here we go. Drive through strippers, Russia scam, maybe Kim is back again, falling docks, shark loss, DMZ, stray shots, Buffett bug fix paradise, you can't get corona twice, Danish terrorist thwarted plans, Robin Hood, a clergyman, murder hornets, nurses steal, 5G arson, Skype and eel, payday fees, Xiaomi sees, guns, hall, LEDs, Russia and Brazil, Ilmore, Thai king lives in luxury core, vaccine secret hacking war, I can't take it anymore. Yes, I think that was the best one. That was the best fifth verse. I almost loved lost it there's too much there was just so so many fuck-ups that i i started to go loopy you <laughs> fucked up less in the whole song than i did just in the wednesday verse which is the hardest <laughs> verse but still <laughs> um skype and eel is my favorite thing that it that you're supposed to i i, I love we, it yeah no uh, let's talk about reference. our own things that we liked <laughs> of, that we wrote rather than what each well, other wrote. i'm I'm excited. I didn't mention this as my new news story, but I think it's my favorite news story of the week is that people have been asked to video chat eels in the zoo That's because sad. they're forgetting what people look like. Yeah. And then they and they don't <laughs> respond to the the, the aquarium employees. Yeah. It's so many good eel. things. Um, yeah. Oh, Elon. So I wrote in the doc, I wrote Elon Musk says stupid shit, which yeah. was a, 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 a line that I had in one of the ones that I did, you know, during all the craziness that I did solo. Uh-huh. And it uh-huh. turned out to be I didn't use it, so I was like, "Oh, maybe oh. that'll maybe maybe someone will pick that up." But I love the mm. stim check kleptomania, Elon's egomania. 
is a per, is a you. perfect line. Ah, uh, thank you so much. Um, oh yes, you told me that I always say thank you so much, which is awesome. Thank you so much. No, but when you say you like something I did in the song, I always go, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'm a monster. I don't know what the story was, but when you said sanitizer tastes too nice, I knew I wanted to know about it. Is it just like people want to eat the sanitizer? Yeah, it's not about the like Trump stuff. It's it's really that. Um, so many people are now making sanitizer that weren't form, formal, formerly producing it, and the mm. FDA has asked producers of sanitizer to make it taste worse because wow. um, they're using uh, they're not using denatured alcohol. So, for example, like distilleries, which we talked about in an oh. early episode, are making mm. it and they're putting it in their mm-hmm. own packaging. And yeah. teens that are not in school that are quarantined home with their parents are finding these bottles that look like alcohol and they're chugging it and also they can't tell like when they drink it they don't stop like oh this is shit they it tastes like booze so the fda is asking um producers of sanitizer especially new ones to make it taste worse and wow yeah and then citrus full of pesticides for children of thalidomide was um some yeah i forget who there was two countries that were sending oranges back and forth because they were full of pesticides giant things um I wanted to call out my favorite line from your Monday, which I'm sure you're you know what I'm gonna say, but Cuomo calls the L a win. A very good take the L, take the win. Mm. I love take mm. the L puns. My yes. personal favorite of mine was um Han was flying solo. Oh yeah. I appreciated that. I'm not a Star Wars fan, but I, I understood yeah. what what was the story? It was So like Harrison Ford gets in these yes. air flight issues occasionally in his life there because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he's got this pilot's license and he's old as hell um, but he crossed a mm-hmm. he crossed a runway where somebody else was landing in his private plane or not his private plane but his mm. like his one seater mm-hmm. um, he played Han Solo yeah, yeah yeah that's that's the joke yeah yeah I knew that story but I didn't associate Harrison Ford with Han Solo you're the one congratulations on not knowing Star Wars thank you it's been a lifelong effort I guess I'll I'll come around I'll watch them soon all right that was the week yeah anything else you want to say other than let's keep going uh, no let's just keep doing it I guess <laughs> <laughs> all right all right until next week this has been week didn't start see ya see ya